We are here. Can we? Is, is everything going well? <laughs> I think, I think so. Okay, all right. Um, we actually... <laughs> oh my god. We tried. We tried. We tried yesterday. So hard. So hard last night. So hard. And Anchor said that nothing happened, baby girl. Anchor said we are not letting you go through with this tonight. Yeah. But very happy to see that it got some sense mm-hmm. left. So we're just, I think we should just jump right into it. <laughs> yeah, because we don't want any more technical difficulties. So, um, this week, we said that we were going to talk about fashion mixed with, you know, hip-hop. Hip-hop culture and all of that. Brand Brand is driving the boat tonight. My favorite thing to talk about, honestly. Um, If you follow me on Twitter, you have been seeing my tweets. And you have been seeing me going on rants and tangents <laughs> and just being very, I mean, there's a lot of like nostalgia. Okay. Yeah. Um, I kind of like, I've always obviously fashion, but like in the last yeah. few weeks, I have been finding myself just like watching these little short documentaries on um, YouTube about like, you know, these fashion brands that, you know, aren't as big anymore, but were really popular in the 2000s. And it just really got me thinking about how great 2000s was for like black people in fashion. Yeah. Like even starting in the late nineties, actually. Um, we kind of had to, like, we had to carve our own lane for obvious reasons because, you know, the white brands mm-hmm. did not want us to be a part of it. But, like, no. when we carved out our own lane, it was so big and we dominated so much that, like, I don't think people yeah. really realized it because they were so caught up in looking at a lot of those brands as, like, you know, ghetto or using us as like the butt of like with baby fat, um, baby fat especially, baby fat and like fat farm. You know how like you would watch Malibu's Most Wanted, and you know yeah. how like stuff that he was wearing. It's like we think the movie is funny. I'm not even gonna lie. I think that movie is hilarious. But, like, when you go back and you watch it and you, like, look at the stuff he's wearing and how he's talking about his fat farm outfit and all this other stuff, they were kind of using it as, like, a mockery. Yeah. They were using it as a joke. And it's kind of crazy because, like, those were really big deals for, like, the Black community. Yeah. So, as any of you may not know... A lot of these brands are like opening shop again. Fubu, Carl Kanai, Baby Fat, obviously. And I just got really annoyed because I went to Instagram 
And I decided to just go to the search and type some of these brands in. What I found was (laughs) most most shocking most shocking to me because I noticed that it was mostly white people. All the white girlies have just an influx just they just came and swarm in. You know what the number one suspect is? What? Depop. Because you know what? Depop is a great place. We love Depop. You could go in there. You could find a bunch of vintage stuff. All the vintage cute stuff. Cute girl. Cute girl. But it's also the Very place cute. where all the white girls go to get their Carl Kanai, to get their baby fat, yeah. to get their rock aware, to like get all of these brands that they deemed as like ghetto and hood when it was big for mm-hmm. the black people. Yeah. And that's where my issue lies. Like, I have a really big issue with, like, all of these trends and all of these fashions and stuff that, you know, everyone is saying is so hot now, being hot now when, you know, it wasn't ideal when it was, you know, popping. Right. So, I was digging into the crates, and, you know, I have to give my credit always to Miss Misa Hilton. Yes, Mama Misa, <laughs> and who did what needed to be done. She, she took what she was given, and she said, "Time to make some lemonade out of these lemons." No, but she really did. Like all facts, and I just want like I want people when they really think about hip hop fashion and they really think about like all these trends. It really, really does start with her. And that's not even me being biased because I love her, but it's like actual facts. It starts yeah. with her. Because she was very, very big. She was really one of the biggest stylists who a lot of Black hip-hop artists yes. were booking for the videos. Yes. And it was kind of like one of those things where like they took a chance with her. Because when she started at Uptown, yeah. fashion styling wasn't even like, you know, this big thing really a thing right it wasn't like this thing at all but like they took a chance with her and I mean look what she's created out of that and even like if you go and you watch a lot of her interviews she's discussing how a lot of times she would have to fight with like these people at the labels and stuff like tooth and nail because she would say, okay, I want Kim to wear this. Or I want Mary to wear this. And they're like, uh, no. Right. And then it turns around and becomes like this iconic thing. It's always so much harder for like black women, especially to get their point across. Really? <clears throat> the same thing with June Ambrose. I mean, she started at Uptown too, along with Misa. So, you know what? I know yeah. Uptown is, like, not non-existent anymore. But shout out to, like, Andre Harrell and, like, all of the people who worked at Uptown Records who really, really gave Black women a chance to, like, showcase yeah. their creativity. It, it did. So, shout out to them for that. But, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like with June Ambrose and the, um, and the little... The little baggy, the little, what, how, I'm trying to see how I could wear this. You know, like the little black puff baggy suit 
that Missy had on in the I Can't Stand the Rain video? Yeah. Yes, like that right there. A lot of people are kind of were like, what is she doing? Right. What is she doing? And now when you look at it now, it's literally one of the most iconic iconic of iconic in a music video. Videos, <laughs> iconic looks. Right. Everything starts with us. That's basically the point I'm making. Literally everything starts with us. Like, um, I had another example because um I was talking about Misa at Uptown. One of her, actually her first, no, one of her first clients was Jodeci. And like during that time, all of these R&B singers, these R&B groups, these men, they were singing love songs, but they were singing love songs in like suits and like slacks and dress shirts and stuff. And Miss Misa came in there yeah. and she said, I'm going to give you some said, we got to fix this. I'm going to give you some tails. <laughs> You're going to put on this little open jersey. And now, and you gonna do what you need and to then do. look what happened after that. All the boys, all the boys, <laughs> all the boys, all the boys singing said, love songs right. and All right, shirtless. Now we know what to do. We got the uniform, right? <laughs> but like, honestly, the point that I'm just making is that like it always starts with us, and like lately, more than usual, I've just been seeing a lot of people discredit things that we've created. And it does go back to like a lot of these designers because do you remember, I want to say maybe two years ago, two or three years ago, um, Alexander Wang had had his runway show and they had on like airbrushed t-shirts that said Alexander Wang. Do you remember Oh my God, yeah. I sure do. Oh my God. The chaos. The chaos that ensued. And oh my God, what designer was that that had the do-rags? Oh my, I forgot. I for, I know exactly. Ah man, I can't. I forgot, but it was a runway. It show was a runway show. They literally off. had on do rags and were selling them on their website for like seven hundred dollars. Right, but they would. They weren't even calling them do rags. They were calling them something else. <laughs> yeah, but they like, were. What is going on? I can't remember what they were calling it. Oh my god, I for me, it was something. It was really. They were like like silk head wrap I don't know what it was something it was something it was not let's just say that let's just say that right and I just it just really annoys me it's been getting to me more yeah um I don't know if it's because you know I am in this stage where I am like (laughs) I have been I don't know if you've noticed you might have noticed but I have I definitely know this very very very, very pro-black. You're, you're tired. More pro-black than usual. I have been... Because it's irritating. Because it's like, this is this is literally the same, you know, general story that's been going on for years and years and years where we create mm-hmm. something. White people, mm-hmm. they, they talk, you know, crap about it. They say it's ghetto. They say it's this. They say it's that. And a couple of years later, they're taking that exact same thing. And it's everywhere. And all of a sudden, it has this brand new name. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 it's just like this is this is safe. Oh my thing. god, that's what brought it up over and over again. That is what brought it up. That is what put me on over this rampage over again. Like this is a never-ending cycle of our work being discredited mm-hmm. and white people taking it over and slapping a new name and saying, "Oh yeah, this is blah 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 blah." Mm-hmm. 
That's not, no. It's like the other day where we saw how this, I forgot which company, I forgot the website, hair bonnets, and they were calling it something else. And they were selling it for like $90. Yeah, that's insane. It's so insane. Like, what's going on? Or like with, even with hairstyles, bantu knots. Uh, mini buns. My little hair buns. They mini were buns, calling mini the mini buns. bun. Please, like, I don't, if I don't kick you in your damn throat, <laughs> mini buns, mini- no, they're bantu knots. <laughs> like, that please. is literally, oh my god! So the other day, you guys, um, E News thought that it would be a great idea to post a picture oh of Kim and Kylie walking around in bodysuits where one leg was long and one leg yes. was like short. Yes, and they're like ahead of this new trend oh, this is new oh my goodness Hit look at this i'm like miss flo got something to say <laughs> miss flo auntie she, she got listen miss flo said hi we could fight <laughs> she said <laughs> y'all are very she, late she, very late to the party she stuck that hand the party's down. done she actually. stuck that hand down from heaven with those acrylics and she said I sure did she said I'm here. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Like, how dare you? Please, please. How dare you? The audacity. Like, it can't. I... A lot of times I literally sit there and I'm like, okay, so are they doing this purposely? Because they know that it gets like, it, it gets people talking. Or are they genuinely just like so into like only what white people are doing that they have no clue? Honestly, I think it's a little bit of both. But what I will say is I feel like it leans so it's like a 60-40. It's 60% of them intentionally doing it and then like a 40% of them not knowing. Mm -hmm. Because it's crazy ignorant to certain things because you could like oh yeah that's important to them but I'm still going to do it anyways because I can you know right and I'm going to do it anyways because I can and because I also don't know how important it is right so I feel like it's a combination of of that of them not really caring Mm -hmm. to see how important it is and then just thinking oh yeah because you know we're the Kardashian Jenners we can do whatever we want (coughs) and it's so annoying because like I don't want to be that person that's like telling people what they can and they can't wear. Because that's the end of the day. It's fashion. I get it. But like my problem is when they try to twist it around and make it seem like it's this new trend that they started. Right. Or it's kind of like they're only doing it because they think that it's cool. Like when I go on Instagram and I see a white girl and she's wearing a baby fat shirt with like gold bamboo earrings and like has swooped baby hair on the front of her head, I have an issue with that. Because I'm like, this is something that, you know, a couple years back, they would have looked at you like, oh my God, look at that ghetto black. Exactly. Look at those exactly. Earrings. What is that little cat? What does that mean? <laughs> Not the little cat. But like, why is that cat there? <laughs> <laughs> they would look at us like we're crazy. No, but I'm telling you, and like it brings me back to what I said about Malibu's Most Wanted. 
they would use yeah. our fashions as like a way to like mock us as the punchline. So it's like white boy act black. Oh, go put on that fat farm outfit. Like, yeah, it's really insulting. Yeah, and I just want to say that I was watching some old baby fat fashion shows from like I think I watched two thousand two and two thousand four. <laughs> And I just want to say that Baby Fat, the production, the status of those shows, nothing like nothing short of luxurious. Like right. Miss Kimora did what she it had was to a do. luxury brand. Like I feel like people think because you know a lot of black people wore it that it wasn't a luxury. Like these were no, cheap clothes. No. These were two hundred, four hundred dollar coats. I mean, these were. What I loved expensive. about her, and like they stated this in the documentary that I watched, was that Baby Fat had high end clothes, and then it also had like the low end affordable clothes that you could go get from like Burlington or Marshalls, or like Macy's. Yeah, and that was so good. That was what was great about Baby Fat, and not even just Baby Fat. All of those, um, all of those black owned brands. Because they knew who yeah. their consumers were. Because they know, right, exactly. When you know you aim for your audience, not the masses. It was literally for the culture. Like, that's the one way that I can describe it. It was literally for the culture. So, like, right. man, I just, I've been ranting. <laughs> I have sure just has, had guys, to I think almost out. a week now. Um, another thing that I feel is very yeah. important. I know that a lot of people now are, you know, on game with Dapper Dan because of what he's doing at Gucci. And I know that that's how a lot of people know him. But I also want them to understand where he got his start and why it's so important to know where he got his start. Yeah. Because, you know, it wasn't just like this Taylor in Harlem who was able to like sign this contract with Gucci. Like that's right. Literally... Because he didn't always have a contract. That contract happened because he told Honestly, them, listen, you're not going to take my stuff. And that's literally what it came down to. Like I honest to God, to this day, feel like if a lot of black people for himself exactly i honestly feel like if a lot of people didn't stand up for him and he didn't stand up for himself and was like yo gucci like dad just ripped off dapper dan i don't even think they would have acknowledged him no they wouldn't no they wouldn't but because they got so much backlash they had no choice right they were like fine here you go right but it's like they had no intention. No, absolutely not. Because if they had an intention, they wouldn't have stolen in the first place. They would have meet, met with him Alexandra the very first day. thought he was slick. He thought that these that. white people, these people that's, you know, he's like, oh, he was just like some little tailor in Harlem. Like he really thought right. he could get away with it, but that's where you're wrong, Alessandro, because he wasn't. Because he wasn't some little he tailor was the t- in Harlem. He was the tailor, the tailor of New York City. Of New York City. This is not no you mm-hmm. know. iconic. 
Very. That's why I was so confused that when it happened, it was so many people who genuinely had no clue who Dapper Dan was. And I was like, yo, right. y'all are like, that's crazy. Like, how are you into fashion and you don't know who Dapper Dan is? Like, how do you not know the history? Because the girlies don't think Black people have anything to offer, that's- which is more than ironic because all every, look at everything. everything. Look at this. everything. We created this. <laughs> look around you. We created every everything. Everything Literally. that you have here, you got from us. That whole ghetto fabulous trend that all the girlies are doing now. Thank Misa for that because right. she's the blueprint right. and she's the creator of it, and she's the one that started that. Right, right, right. Because and she it had started to. because. Off of survival because she needed to make sure her clients exactly. So it was kind of like, okay, well, I was able to get this little Chanel piece. So if I could just mix this Chanel piece with a piece that I designed myself, you won't even be able to tell the difference. Right. So it's like I we are really the blueprint. Like literally, we're the blueprint. Like music, fashion. Sports, everything, <laughs> everything, music, fashion, everything, sports, this country itself, mm-hmm. I, all the inventors we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, hey, our power, our power, our for real, seriously, our impact. Check the spreadsheets, and you really like even when you look at the most iconic outfits that you know. They put on these little lists and stuff. Majority of them are like are black women. I mean, all of those lists have J Lo's little Versace dress on it. Yeah, I'll give her that. Looking back at that dress now, looking back at that dress now, honestly, it is so basic to me. Like I remember for the time, it was like, oh my god. Yeah, that's why you got to think about it. For yeah, the time. during the time, it's like, oh my. god. It was. Oh, oh my God! God. Do, you see her? Do you see that dress? Look, look at that. The dress. dress. Look at her. Like, like, oh my. you know, mind blown. And then when you look at it now, probably because I'm just so used to the girls being half naked now. Anyway, it's kind of like, right. girl, that ain't That's nothing. Like right, but the, at the time that was who. But then Miss Kimberly. Yeah, then Miss Kimberly turns around and she came out with a whole pasty, her whole boob out. <laughs> <laughs> She said, we're going to one-up you. Her and Misa. Misa said she was so nervous because it was literally like she had hand-sewn and like did all of that. And it was like held, that pasty was held on there. I think she said, but like like control strips or something. (laughs) But she said when Diana Ross like touched um, Kim's boobs. I was like, what is this? She said she was so nervous because she's like, oh my God, please don't let that pasty come off. Oh my God. <laughs> I, could, I could only imagine the getting it done. Getting it done. That's what black people do. That's what black women do. We get it done. Now, how many Halloween costumes have you seen of that outfit? Iconic. I mean, hey, you have to give her her flowers. Have to. 
Because you know what? The girlies, they they come short on Miss Misa, I must say. When you mention these salads and you mention these pioneers in fashion, come on and yeah. give Miss Misa her things as well as Miss June Ambrose. Isn't it convenient that probably the two most important women of fashion in hip-hop culture and Black culture mm-hmm. are left out? Exactly. They're literally just now starting to give Misa her flowers. Right. Literally just now, I'm starting to see a lot of people recognize her. And I think it's because and even she... now, it's still very scattered. Yeah. But I think it really is because, like, she's doing so much with MCM. Like, she's helping with the revival of MCM. So it's yeah. like, you know... Oh, so now... Kind of like Dapper right. Dan with Gucci. Right. They get with these brands, and that's when people want to, you know, act like they're up on game. But it's like, no, sis, she's been out here. Because notice, they still don't give June Ambrose her credit. Right. June Ambrose has been consistent since, like, 1992. Always on it. She's been working so hard with the same clients. So you know she's doing right. <laughs> Correct. Long, come on, longevity. Right? So, like, I just, I want, I really just want, like, recognition. I think this whole podcast was me probably just ranting about how <laughs> Black people in fashion don't get the credit that they deserve. Right. And... Uh, It's just something that always bothers me because even to this day, and you know this too, like even to this day, black people in fashion is like the hardest thing. It's It's, it's very... So hard. Very, very, very hard. Like Mm -hmm. while I was in internship with the styling, I don't think there were any other you know black photographers Mm -hmm. black hair artists black makeup artists sometimes on set would be me and the stylist just the two of us and just you know Mm -hmm. maybe a black model and that's a real strong mate but i'm like it's very very Mm -hmm. hard for black people to get into creative spaces and that's really just because it's it's not made accessible. Because, you know, not everybody can afford to do a free internship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, people have jobs, they have bills, they have this X, Y, Z. A lot of these creative internships are unpaid. And it's like, how am I supposed to live? Right. How am I supposed to pursue what I want to do? But, you know, it. It's it's very, very, it's very crazy. hard. It's between a rock and a hard place. And it's so crazy because, like, they want to take our styles and they want to use our trends and stuff in these photo shoots, but they don't want to hire us to help out with these photo shoots where they're using our stuff. Right. It's they really... don't want to use us. They don't want to give us right. credit. They just, like, thanks. See you. It's extremely And it's funny because they would say... Thanks, see you, and they would take it. And then when we do it, they were like, "Oh my god, that's so ghetto." Exactly. 
Exactly. But yet you're doing the exact same thing. Exactly. So what is the truth? Please just say you're racist and go. Just say you're anti-black and just right. get up. <laughs> exactly. And that's just what bugs and- me the most. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, because the Kardashians, we already know, they're like, they're notorious for this. Chloe posts mm-hmm. pictures with her little mini bun. And it's like, oh my god, Chloe's new look. But like a black girl walks out the house and like Bantu not saying, you know. Oh my god, look ghetto. at her. She left the house like that. Right. So on cap, she's ghetto. Look at that hood rat. She couldn't or fix her we hair can before never she left. Forget, or we can never forget what homegirl from E said that Zendaya looked like she smelled like marijuana. Yeah. Because of those dreads. Oh. Because of her right. dreads. That was such an locks. ignorant statement. Such an ignorant. And you know what? I'm glad she made it because everybody ate her up. But then you look at they her these red carpets now. And up. it's like, but now she sees braids and she sees this and it's like, oh, it's so chic. But when it's on a black girl, she looks like she smells like marijuana. Right. Like, come on now. It's exhausting. It's extremely exhausting. Yeah. And I'm always like, and it, and you can go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say, especially because, you know, it's just, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, rock and roll started with us. And yet <laughs> everybody's acting like, oh, that's, that's the white people genre. No, no, no. Are you forgetting about Chuck Berry? They made Elvis the face of rock and roll when all he did was steal from black artists. Right. He was inspired from black people, black artists, black gospel singers. Elvis blatantly stole from black artists. That's what's really crazy. (laughs) Like blatantly. But like he's the face of rock and roll music. Right. Hmm. He didn't even word out. He said, No, I I did it. And you always say, like, you know, your seats are everywhere. Right. And you always say, like, you know what? Maybe it'll get better. You know, things are getting better. But it doesn't, it doesn't get better. It does not. It, it does not get right. better. It hasn't gotten worse, but it hasn't gotten better. It's just it's just this one stagnant place. Yeah, because you know what? Social media makes it worse. Because these girls, they get on social media, you know, they take their You're selfies. right. They're very They're bold. They're very bold. With their nigger mm-hmm. fishing. They get their little tan. They put in some box sprays. Miss like, Kimberly. Miss Kimberly's mixed. picture okay. that she posted the other day. Everyone's trying to figure out who this woman is. Who is this black woman? <laughs> who is this white black woman? What's wild like, is the first time that she did it and people called her out for darkening her skin. You know, she does the sob story like, oh my God, that was never my intentions. I'm so sorry. I'm going to take the pictures down. And then the second but time now, happened. And, and then, then the third time that happened. Body foundation. And I'm like, sis, why are you almost as dark as me? Why is she your skin tone? Like, Kimberly, we should not be the same complexion, girl. It, it's. And it's like, at this point, she knows what she's doing. Right. Like, you know what you're doing. You know it's wrong. Right. But you're going to keep doing it. 
you know, one time it's whatever, twice is a coincidence, three times. Mm-hmm. By the th- three times, you're doing that on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. There is no way you can't tell me that, like, she does not know. Because she knows, because she keeps apologizing. Right. She just doesn't care. Like, girl. Because she's like, I'll just give a little apology. I'll calm mm-hmm. down for a month or two. And then we'll, you know, get right back on the horse. Mm-hmm. Basically. That is that is the routine. It wasn't even blending with her body. That was what was so sad. Right. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, they really said, come on, Kim. I they mean. Said, my check clears, <laughs> so that's <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. That's where my business starts and ends. When the check clears. An actual mess. <laughs> I said, oh, my God. I can't. Really looking. I can't. I can't. It's, um, while we're on the topic, I think that yeah, it's, it's a whole lot. I think you brought up the whole nigger fishing thing. I just mm-hmm. want to because we never talked about that before. <laughs> and we haven't. I just want to like briefly just why. Talk about it, Brand. Why? <laughs> like one of those girls I genuinely thought was a black girl. And that's the thing too. Like some of these girls, you're like, oh, you know, she's black, she's or you know, even if she's lighter, she's like, okay, she's mixed, whatever. Next thing you know, she's what do you mean she's <laughs> the mountains of caucus? <laughs> the caucus mountains. Oh my god. It's actually scary. Wow. It's literally scary. Because some of them you really and truly can't tell. Yeah. And then, like, she has the box braids with her brown skin. Right. And these full right. lips. Like, girl. Right. So you're like, okay, Beyonce, you know, play brown skin girl. And next thing you know, like, hold on. <laughs> hold on, Alexa. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> you better pause that. You better stop that song. <laughs> Oh my god! I wish I could find. Oh my god! I wish I could find that girl. She was like one of the most popular ones. It was her name was Emma something. Oh yeah yeah yeah, Emma Hallberg. That was sis's name. I'm gonna take a quick oh, little visit to her Insta and see if sis is still out here darkening her skin. Like they are looking as dark as you and me oh my god she is oh yo she literally (laughs) oh wow she's literally still out here darkening her skin i said wow no way guys i am genuinely shook right now because you look at this girl's profile and you're like oh okay that's a pretty girl you're like, oh, okay. Come on, black girl. Right. Black girl magic. <laughs> right. And then and then and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa and whoa. then you're like, Hold wait. And then you just keep scrolling down her page and you get to like 2016. And then the truth it comes out. The truth comes out that this is not a black woman. Black girl. So I'm like, what do you guys even gain? What do you gain? 
Well, like I would really love to to have a conversation. Like you don't pick like their us, and she, you, you want to be us. You want right, right. That's crazy. It's very crazy. It's I called mental illness, love. Literally mental illness. I would never understand this. I would never get it. Me either. Like you say this and that and make all these little derogatory mm-hmm. comments and here you are looking like my goddamn what is, what is going on? <laughs> right. What is the truth? Um, what is yo, the truth? You know, it just brought me to another thing that I'm enraged about. <laughs> Black men um Weakest <laughs> link. Black the men, straight cis white, not white, straight cis black men. They will literally dog us out and say they don't like a us. Mental. Say they don't like us. Say they don't want us. Say that they'll never be with a black girl and all this other stuff, and then turn around and go get these white so, girls that look like black girls or trying to look I like know. black girls. I know their moms were just like, damn, I really should have gotten that abortion, huh? Like, maybe, maybe my friends were right. Maybe I didn't need no baby. Please. Maybe please. I didn't need one. Because <laughs> I'm like, your mother is a black woman, and here you are. I would never date black women. You see them? Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I Embarrassing. Can't, I can't identify with, oh with, um, with self-hate. I cannot identify with self-hated. Damn. <laughs> what happened to you? Bitch, you live like <laughs> this? Right? <laughs> Very ghetto. Now that's ghetto. Oh my god, so, like that dumb nigga um, Blueface. Said he didn't like black women, but it's like literally your mother, your sister, your, your aunts, your grandmother? That's why those two girls robbed your ass. <laughs> that is why they robbed you. Right, right. Like they got their money and said bye. Oh, I don't get money now. I don't. I really. I just. It's so much. much. It's like I don't. It's so much to unpack that I really and right. I like have to hold myself back because I will literally get angry. Yeah, I get it, because, like, and it's just, like, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, when you really sit down and think about it, like, it doesn't, so you hate black women. Okay. And you're going to go, and you're going to date a white girl who looks like a black girl. What? So what is exactly. it about black That's women they that want. you really don't They don't want a like? black girl, but they want someone with black girl features. Exactly. They want the black girl aesthetic. That's literally all. The black girl aesthetic. And you want to know what's so crazy is that, like, black girls are so loyal. Well, I can speak for the ones that I've been around, the ones that I know, like the women in my family. They will stand by you and they will really hold you down. Like, we've witnessed it. We've all seen it. Yeah. So it's kind of like, why this hate? Same. Why this hate? Right. Same thing with the women in my family. Um, I'm gonna take this to put a little disclaimer in. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that. Oh. Play with me. 
I'm like, ah! I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw that in. <laughs> I, I'm not like that. Oh don't, <laughs> don't, don't play it. Don't play yourself, and try to play with me. I have to put out that little disclaimer because you know there's a lot of you know very weird antics that some of these men do. Mm-hmm. And women, they you know I'm gonna hold you down. I got you. I'm not. We are not the same. <laughs> Just have We're to put that. The, Nick said we are not the same. We are not. I have to put that little disclaimer <laughs> out on Beyonce's airwaves. <laughs> okay. No, honestly, I can I can really say. See, um, the women that I I I know of, there have been some who have stuck around, maybe when they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I am loyal. I am loyal to an extent. Me like too. you are not going to walk all You're over. You're not going to have me out here looking like an right, idiot. Exactly. You're not going to. I'm me not going to be a doormat. Dumb. I'm not a doormat. Like you're not going to be like no, out exactly. here with all these different girls and then apologizing, doing whatever the hell you right. Do. Right. Like I'm not. No. I do stab. I do not wait through faces. We don't wait through faces. We don't wait through faces. Like if you have something that you need to get out of your system, get that out of your system. Just let me know so I can pack my things. Right. Let me know so I can get my things and bounce. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I think that's why they like um, they they like girls of other races. Because I've, I've seen races, them say, like, oh, you know, they, a lot of- they say how black women aren't submissive enough. Mm-hmm. They're too, you know, dominating. They're too bossy and controlling. And I was like, maybe for you, because you don't know what the hell you're doing. And if you think I'm going to let you drive me into a wall, you got another thing coming, buddy. Their favorite thing to say is that black women do too much. Mm-hmm. In other words, a black woman is not going to let you do her dirty. Right. They're so extra. They, you know, they, she be doing too much sometimes. It's like, mm-hmm. I, so I'm just supposed to let you dog me out, and that's, and that's that. So they go to these other girls who are passive. Very, yeah. Who they can say whatever they want to, and they're just going to cry and be like, oh my God. I can't believe you would yeah. say that. Like, why it's a, would you it's a fan say that to me? Voice, it's a fan for no. me. <laughs> Play with me if you think you're bad. <laughs> a proverb. <laughs> a proverb. <laughs> do it if you're bad. Like, don't do it and see what happens. <laughs> right? Like, please, I dare you. Right. And it's just that. When I care about you, I genuinely, like, really, really care about you. Like, I consider myself as a person that loves hard. So, Mm -hmm. if you do me dirty, mm, it's like, I love hard, but I'm like, I'm not going to let that love blind me from doing what I need to do. Right. I mean, let's get it together. Don't play with me. That I think that should be the title of the episode. Don't play with me. <laughs> yeah. Keep it real. 
you know, keep it cute and don't play with me. And right. we will literally, like, whoever my future man is, if you could just follow yeah. those simple rules, like, it's so easy. Those are the easiest right. rules. Like, I'm not asking. My, my two absolute rules are don't play with me, but don't have me out here looking dumb. That's it. That's, That's it. it. That is it. That is all I'm that asking for. All. Like, I'm not and asking you, so you, you for think, all this right. stuff. Right. So you got to think to yourself. Am I making her look dumb? Right. Am I playing with her right, right. now? <laughs> and if and if your answer is a maybe, that means you need to reevaluate. Right? Like, it's not this, like, really, I don't have, like, this long list of things that is a requirement. Nick, you know that. I was out here um, a right. few weeks ago. Um, <laughs> the bar was low for me. Um, she was about to be a commissary queen, y'all. Said, my man... <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I mean, hmm. I mean, over a damn bucket. Oh, no. Could you believe? <laughs> Could you I don't believe? have this. I don't have this long list of requirements. Okay, <laughs> I really don't. Um, that I must admit was a weak moment for me, though, because I'm not trying to be anybody. Commissary queen. I no, yeah, I, it's a it's you a know. Anywho, oh my god, what did Cardi say? I like niggas gonna... that be in and out of jail. Come on, no. prophetess. No way, I'm just joking, guys. My father would actually lose his mind if I like even brought someone home on like freaking probation. He would be like, what are you doing? What's going on here? Where did you find this fella? My, my grandmother, she wouldn't even entertain it. She'd be like, well, you know what? He can leave. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what you're doing right here or right now. I feel like yeah, it, this I feel like it. it'll depend on the situation, though. Like, if it's, like, a falsely accused or, like, a situation that he's, like, working out in court, we could, there's a way we can argue that. <laughs> All right. Right. But like if you're out here being a like a legit dummy and you're doing stuff you don't have no business doing. No way. Yeah. I can't um you you can't come around here. Yeah, my grandpa, my dad, my cousins, like majority of my cousins are men. Oh. Yeah, so Mm. That wouldn't fly over. A lot of mine were a lot of women, but you know what? All women know how to fight, so that's more to the story. (laughs) We fight. My dad's entire side—I won't, not the entire side, but majority. Um, maybe about a lot lot of of, a lot of numbers (laughs) of my dad's Mm -hmm. side of the family, which is who I'm closest to. My dad's side. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, um, they're a bit aggressive. <laughs> Same, yeah. Um, they, they will fight. They like to fight. Fighting is something right. that they enjoy. Real talk, if they like to fight, they, they are ready. Yeah. They are ready. They're really, you just have so, to give them like a little hand signal, a little bird tweet, and they, they will appear. They will appear. 
So like, I can't just, I can't bring anybody, can't bring anybody through those right. doors. I can't, I can't see do each that. other on this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And that's, don't let me dangerous. give a somebody that's disrespectful to me. <laughs> just thinking about it it's like that's, damn that's really gonna be our last day on earth huh oh yeah that's kind of crazy <laughs> very crazy real crazy <laughs> you know what we have a lot of babies in the family now mm-hmm. so i'm like not considered as like a baby anymore but i am one of the youngest of the grown of ones. the grown ones Yes. Yeah. One of them. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like, yeah, that's clipped for you if you if you think. Right. It's Ooh. it's super clipped. It's super clipped. Real, you know, I, we got my home. grandma, she's like she's like the godfather. So you know, everybody knows me. So it's like if anything happened with me, now everybody gotta come out in numbers. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting done by like 30 people because you connect right. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that. I wouldn't wish that don't, for anybody. Don't recommend me. I really wouldn't, really would not. Like the smallest things will make them want to jump. I could be like, oh my God, that girl really has the nerve to say that I was ugly. And they're like, oh my God, where is she at? Who? And it's like, whoa, calm down. <laughs> Relax. It's- First of all, it was over Twitter. <laughs> right. It's over Twitter, and she's three states over. Show me her page. And they're like, it's okay. We got a car. Show me her drive. page. Let me see how. We can. It's like, no, drive. you have to calm down. It's really not that. It's not that serious. And they said, road trip. Road trip. <laughs> it's not that serious. Like, please. <laughs> right. Like, it's, it gets crazy. It gets crazy. I, I love how this conversation started full circle. <laughs> like, right. This is so far <laughs> off. This is so far off from <laughs> We started on fashion. But it leaded into this. We, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Lead into this because we were talking about nigger fishing and we were, you know, we're trying to figure out <laughs> what is going on. Either way, y'all want to be a nigger. But you don't want to be a nigger. Either way it goes, this is a very black episode. Come on, black, black power. Black power. That's how we can explain it. It's a very black episode. Um, Maybe that, that should be the title, Black Power. A very black episode. I think black power <laughs> is cuter. It is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Black power, guys. Very culture enriched. Another thing that kind of annoys me. Um... Color struck. I know it's a little soon for me to be talking about this, giving the events that occurred, but it did touch quite a nerve, even if an apology was made. Um, many, many oh. of the boys have this issue, though. Okay, I see. I see where we're going. Yeah, but like many of the boys have this issue. A lot of boys have this issue where they don't like dark-skinned women for whatever reason. Because mm-hmm. it literally makes no sense. But they just see a lighter girl and automatically, oh, that means she's she'd be the perfect girlfriend. She'd mm-hmm. do this. She'd do that. 
And I also think it goes back to that whole submissiveness that they feel that, you know, that a person, that a woman of a lighter skin tone might give them compared to one of a darker skin tone. The perfect example, I think we said this before, is Martin. Yeah. Look at how they portray Pam and look at how they portray Gina. And we all knew Pam was cuter. Right? But she would be the one who got all the ugly jokes. She looks like a man. Right. He's comparing her to animals. Yeah. And all of that other stuff. Like, it literally all starts there. Or have you ever seen... Have you ever seen School Days? I feel like you haven't. I don't know why I'm asking you this. Oh, my God. <laughs> have you ever... Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Okay, Damn. so School Days is one of my favorite movies. You should actually look it up and watch it. It's really good. Um, it's a Spike Lee movie. And it's basically about just, like, you know, HBCUs and, like, um, you know, pledging and all of that. Mm-hmm. But the AKAs, they don't say what they're pledging, obviously, because they have strict rules with that. But, like, the girls yeah. that were loosely based off of the AKAs were, like, the light-skinned girls, super pretty. And then the Deltas were the dark-skinned girls with the natural hair <laughs> and all this other stuff. And they weren't considered, like, as pretty. And, like, throughout the whole yeah. movie is kind of, like, this whole color war, you know, dark skin versus light skin. And, like, the um, yeah. girls who were kind of loosely based off of the AKAs will call the Deltas Jigaboos and, like, all this other stuff. And it's just, like, it's crazy because it really does start in our own homes. And I actually witnessed it, experienced it with me and my sister growing up because mm-hmm. I'm lighter than my sister. And a lot of times it would be this awkward and just uncomfortable situation where like my grandma's sisters, because, you know, they're older, they're from the South and they were taught what beautiful was. And obviously it wasn't like, you know, the pretty brown skin with the natural hair or pretty brown skin, anything. Right. So it's kind of like when we would go to family, like parties and stuff like that. They will always see me and my sister, and they would be like, oh, you're so cute. You're so beautiful. But then my sister would be like, oh, hey, Brittany. And it always made me feel uncomfortable, and it didn't really start bugging me until I got older, and I was, like, realizing and understanding. And then when she would state it. Like, what really, what this was going on? Yeah. And then when she talks about how it would bother her and how they never called her pretty, but they would call me pretty. It bothered me because I'm like, if that hurts your feelings, that hurts my feelings. Mm -hmm. So it's just like it really starts in your own home. And I wanted to kind of say that about this person that had some situations going on, but I didn't really have (laughs) the um, I didn't have the energy to like go on Twitter and like dive into that. Like I didn't have the energy to, but it really does start at your home. Like, you're taught this stuff. Right. Especially because, you know, obviously we know, we know how, you know. Certain groups. Yeah. We know how certain groups think. And, I mean, 
So it's it's unfortunate, but it's not surprising. Exactly. You know, they're literally taught that lighter skin tone people skin are prettier. Is that it? Is that it? Yeah. You know, I'm just happy that it wasn't like... And that's taught in most mm-hmm. cultures, which is very unfortunate. I mean, look at India. That They have a huge, you know, bleaching problem. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a lot of people in like bleaching. And it's considered normal. Very, very unfortunate. Right. It's considered normal. It's considered doing what you have to do to be pretty, to, you know, for people to find you attractive Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. It's just really unfortunate, Um, especially when stuff like that comes out about someone that you like within, like, pop culture or anything, because you have so many younger fans. That they might see that stuff and they might feel discouraged and they might like that could genuinely hurt like for real hurt somebody. That's true. Yeah. And I'm honestly just happy that it wasn't a situation like, you know, talking about black women in general and just saying, you know, I don't like black women because the girlies were trying to lie and they were trying to do that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, either way, it's wrong. But yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, and I also think that we should take into consideration like the age of these people. That is also very true, because mm-hmm. like especially when you're younger, you do say a lot of dumb things. Because mm-hmm. let's so let's just be like... honest: when you're like. When you're a teenager and... You're really just saying stuff to say it. You're literally just saying stuff to say it. Either that or you're saying what you heard. So, like, if you have a bunch of people or, like, people in your friend group are saying X, Y, and Z, you're going to think that's cool and you're going to say X, Y, Y, and Z. Z. Like, okay, cool, whatever. Right. And I don't think, like, you should hold that against people because everyone grows up. I mean, right. honestly, if I didn't delete all of my tweets from high school, child, there's really no telling. The girls would have been on your neck. The girls would have been on my neck. Like, I... They'd be like, didn't you say... Literally would just say things. About brand. Weren't you saying X, <laughs> Y, and Z? And next thing you know, oh my God, she was. Talk about fake. <laughs> Talk about a fraud. <laughs> I would literally just say things, but it's because, like, a lot of it, I would literally hear <clears throat> either, like, within my family or, like, at school. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay, so this is what we're doing. All right. But thankful for me, thankful for me, by the time I senior year in high school, I literally grew up before senior. I grew up, like, Literally towards the end of junior year. Mm-hmm. A little bit, I would say. Like, I grew up conscious-wise. Like, I became more aware of, like, you know, things within society. Yeah. But I was still kind of childish with, like, you know, certain things being said about, like, pop culture and, like, mm-hmm. yeah, all that other stuff. But, yeah. <clears throat> It was tough. It was tough for me. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, um, this is a fun, 
fun podcast. It just felt like we were at like a TED talk or something. It it did. Oh my god, it was really fun actually. Thanks for coming to our TED talk. Right. <laughs> Thanks for coming for our TED talk, guys. Um, do you know what we're gonna talk about next week yet, or are we just gonna? Um, we can figure it out during the week. <laughs> or during the weekend. Okay. <laughs> right. So my girl is Wednesday. Right. Anchor was playing with us for a second week in a row. Yo, they really were. And then yesterday it was worse because we tried like four times and right. Anchor said no. And it was just not. The Anchor really said, Y'all need to. Good night. Good night. Anchor <laughs> said, Go to bed. That's literally, that's literally what Anchor said. Go to bed. I said, you need to take your ass to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Yes. We'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.